0: The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective.
1: Radio.
0: This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link red5.
2: Produced with podcasting gear from TASCAN. Trust your audio to TASCAN.
1: Sound thinking. This show brought to you by Jersey Ninja. New items added weekly, superior quality products, excellent selection, competitive pricing, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. That's Jersey Ninja at jerseyninja.com, your source for great quality hockey jerseys and performance wear products. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention.
0: Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano
1: lair, Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs>
0: it's, a plan. it's real,
1: mighty Marvel geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're a time bomb.
0: Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch
1: of losers. I am crew. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, you can be exactly what you need.
0: I'm Suda. I'm bringing the party to you.
1: I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the intrepid trio. Hey, it's a trio in a while. <laughs> hey, Kylan and myself, Mike, how are you guys doing? Uh,
2: I've been better. I survived the, uh, the Swifty Bowl. So, you know, I did that. So I'm good.
1: Oh yeah, that's yeah. That's where the uh, Kansas City Swiss cheated.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I know some things, and I won't say it was a rig job. But if you want
1: to say it's a rig job, you probably could make a good argument. Oh, uh, but let's, let's not talk about the various Kansas City Chiefs holding like crazy. Or, or the final or actions of the final two minutes where, Oh, Mahomes only runs five yards or three yards for to go second down to only have 30 seconds later, become a first and 10 again.
2: I see, I, I, I went to bed, I went to bed in the fourth quarter. And at that point, the 49ers were still leading and I'm like, okay, all right. And, and then, boom, uh, well, we know how it ended. So I don't know. I didn't know if there was a controversy or that sort of thing. But it doesn't surprise me because I feel like that. It seems like when you listen to the announcers, they want certain teams to win. And you could tell that's kind of who, who they wanted to go,
0: how they wanted to go. You know? Oh, yeah. 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 The, the NFL got the team they wanted to win. Yeah. And yeah, they got the but my Taylor My woes
1: wanted them to win. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. My woes had nothing to do with the Super Bowl. It had everything to do with having a dentist appointment uh, earlier this week, and the dentist taking a look inside and saying the dreaded words, "Uh oh." Believe me, folks, you do not want a dentist to put an iron hook in your mouth, look in, and say. Uh oh. What do you expect dental- to say? Whoopee. <laughs> well, did, did it involve words that rhyme with root canal? No, no, okay, okay. but there was some dental work that needed, that had fallen out and needed replacing. Oh. Uh, from 1999. Wow. Wow. So, so you know, I, I get, I have to go to a separate room to get that stuff, re- you know, repaired and re replaced. And, the, the lady that was leading me back just says, you know, I wasn't even alive when you had those put in. Wow. Oh. So, so, folks, the moral of this story is if you have dental work that's older than the people
1: working to replace it, you're old. Mm. Uh, yeah it's, probably, it's, right. real sad it's real sad when you're co-workers. How long have you been, with the, have you been with the company? Twenty five years. Wow. wow. I wasn't even I born wasn't. when you started. Yeah. Hmm. Let's just say there Let's was a lot, of, was swearing a lot of, swearing of swearing and a lot of a lot get of out. out. <laughs> right. Right.
0: I have I have coworkers that were born well, one of them specifically born the year I graduated high school. I've had some of those I've too. Had some of those too. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But most but of them. Most of them. I've been I've been married, been longer, than, married longer than. Longer than. I've been at Disney longer Disney than. Longer than. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you
0: That's, know, you would think that just our years of long service here with Shield, we would be a little higher up on the funding ladder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or, no i take that back we would actually
1: be on the funding ladder yeah
0: we, yeah we th- that, that would, would
1: know fun. about such ladder to begin with yeah
2: <laughs> i heard rumors you know
1: i i heard that the ladder was it, it was the two supports but no wrongs <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, uh, as we go down the, the rabbit hole rabbit hole Let's get, into Let's get into first story. Sad story. Marvel Comics legend Paul Neary dies at 74. <laughs> it, as Thursday apparently allowed a phone call to come in. So, as I was saying, Comics legend Paul Neary passes way age of 74. Mm,
2: man,
0: that's sad.
1: That's sad. Yeah, sad. I remember him from the early days of
0: Excalibur and. Alan Davis and him working together
1: were just absolutely gold. Uh, yes. They actually mentioned that. Uh, Neri's friend and colleague, Alan Davis, shared the news in a statement that he had passed away on February 10th after a long battle with illness, and then shared a tribute of Neri's incredible work in the industry. He um, was one of the rare, rare talents who could write, ink, color, letter, and edit throughout his and throughout his career. He could help create all time wow. runs on books like Excalibur, Batman and the Outsiders, The Authority, Ultimates, and JLA. In addition to serving, as Marvel UK editor in chief at two different times.
0: Okay, I have done pretty much all of those five different jobs as well, and I can tell you, it ain't easy. It is not easy in the least. So, the, if somebody can do all five successfully, right? That that's worth a hat tip.
1: I've done none of those, and I say it's a hard job.
0: Well, the same, pro.
1: Oh, I I trust you. <laughs> so um, hello. Comics were apparently an enthusiastic hobby for Paul when he moved from Leeds University to study for a degree in metallurgy. But in a summer break, Paul traveled to New York, bluffed his way into Jim Warren's office, and secured his first professional work on Erie magazine, most notably the Hunter series.
2: I remember Erie magazine.
1: Uh, when Warren Publishing was liquidated Paul found work in the UK with Hammer Comics movie adaptations the Doctor Who magazine and ghosting Sid Jordan on the Lance McLean newspaper strip. The short, diverse project suited Paul's eclectic and experimental nature, but it wasn't enough for full-time employment. Paul accepted an art editorial role at Marvel UK, where he met his partner, now wife of over 40 years, Bernie Jane. On becoming editor-in-chief, Paul wanted to do more than repackage reprinting of US comics, so he set out to originate homegrown, a homegrown strip, most notably reinventing Captain Britain. Oh. Paul had a passion for sci-fi based comics like mystery in space and more eclectic art published in European magazines and albums. This was evident in Paul's own creations, Madman, Man, Tales from the Rim, and Willow Weed. a Wild Weed, sorry. Uh, he transitioned from penciling to inking on Batman and the Outsiders, Detective, and Excalibur, and then was invited to return to Marvel UK as art director, where he helmed the creation and evolution of such titles as Dark Angel, Bodermouth, Dark Guard, Death's Head, Knights of Pendragon, and The Clandestine. Uh, his greatest achievement was the he established to help new creators learn and develop skills that would propel them onto success in the U.S. comic market after Marvel UK fell victim to the industry decline. So uh, our hearts are out to the near effect. Yes.
0: Yes. So, um, hmm. I was trying to see if I could find some credits from, the, from Doctor Who Weekly that involve him. I mean, I see... Gibbons? I don't see yeah, I don't see anything. hmm That's unfortunate. You
2: know, actually I, I remember and I don't know if it was in a if it was a comic strip or where it was. I but I remember when Captain Britain when his uniform changed. Yes. And and, and he because his old uniform looked very much very much like a beefeater. Yes. Um, and you no, know, then, uh, I feel like it was Merlin, Merlin cast a spell and changed, uh, changed the uniform to what we know it to be now. Right. Um, I, I don't remember where I saw it. Cause it, it cause that happened
0: well before Excalibur. Mm-hmm. There was a story arc where there, it, I'm trying to remember where it was in the original, in the, in the timeline, But there was a museum of British superheroes, Mm -hmm. and they had Captain Britain's original costume on display. Oh, Oh, wow. Uh, No, it was right before the beginning of the the cross time caper. Okay, Because Widget was creating portals all over the place, and it brought in— a Nazi version of Callisto and Moira McTaggart. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Because then that brought in the Nazi version of Excalibur. Mm-hmm. And this was right after Inferno. Because, oh, okay. Yeah, because Kitty had destroyed Cap's costume during Inferno.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So basically. Brian breaks into the museum and steals his costume back. Mm -hmm. And so you see him show up to challenge the Nazi version of himself wearing it. And it's like two sizes too small now. Yeah, because he's. (laughs) Because he grew a lot since he grew a lot since the last time he wore it.
1: Uh, Do we say he pulled a Mr. Incredible?
0: Yes, you could say that. Yeah. But I thought that was a, th- I thought that was a great little callback. Oh yeah, I lo- I, lo- I love when
2: they do that with, um, de- and, you know, depending on like, and some some heroes change. Costumes like they change the weather, is you know. Uh, but others, you know, they they hold on to a look for for a while.
1: Um, I was gonna say, you mean they, they change costumes sort of like a uh, superhero
2: movie? <laughs> something like that, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like I mean, like if you think about it, like, truth is in the MCU, Cap Captain America has changed his uniform. More often in a shorter amount of time than has ever happened in the comics.
1: Changed his costume more times than a woman's yeah. changed her mind on where she wants to eat. Or, or See, your kids. Dude, no, it's not
0: a case of or changing kids. her mind. It, it, the way my ex worked was, well, where do you want to go to dinner tonight? I don't know. So I start names like, well, how about here? No. How about here? No. How about here? No. On and on and on. It's like, okay, well, let's just go here then. <laughs> it's like where where don't we want to go? You know that's that's one of the great things about being single. I ain't got to play the where do you want to eat tonight game. That's true. See, I, I well, th-
1: I do, but see, I try not spin, out loud. I try, to, I try to spin it. Where do you want to eat? You pick. I'll eat whatever, whatever's there, I'll find something. Yes.
0: Yeah, see, that didn't right, work with right. me either.
1: No, that's the line that's I pull. Line. <laughs> so
0: that that's the that's one, one I pull too, it, 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 it works. It
2: works. Most times.
1: <laughs> so an, another sad moment. Shop Disney. There's no more. This has been rebranded, been re-branded to the re-branded Disney, store. To Disney
0: store. Gee. Which makes you wonder why they went away from that in the first place. <laughs> they
1: they got what? Right. Years out of it.
0: I actually went on there earlier today and there's some nice stuff on there.
1: Uh, did you happen to look at the Avengers Campus merch? i did not so
0: tell us about that
1: will you uh originally created for avengers campus the ghost spider interactive remote control bot is now available to order online um at the rebranded disney store for 79.99 these are are, these are based on what's in the the web ride Mm -hmm. so uh inside the link that you can find on comicbook.com you will find um, a spider bot with various spider bot technical upgrades. Uh, this includes a ghost spider bot remote control, forward, backward, and 360 movement, crouch mode, light up eyes, sound features, self-destruct button. Yes, you heard me right. Heard me
2: right. Self-destruct button?
0: Thank you for pressing you your for- self-destruct button. Have a nice day. Thirsty beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hello, gentlemen.
1: Um, projector shield projects ghost spider. Battle gameplay with other spider bots. Works with tactical upgrades. Includes accessory shield. Remote control features include deluxe blaster button, standard blaster button, digital life meter, self-destruct button.
0: Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Have a nice day.
1: Projector shield button and crouch button. <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm,
0: I'm with Kylan. That price tag is cheaper than what I thought it would be. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. There, I was expecting about 20 bucks more.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which would be right about where the price of the uh, droids from Droid Depot is. Maybe a little more. Mm. Um, There is a, so on the shop, there is a spider bot, wearable remote control bot, Ooh. I'm curious about this one. The Ghost Spider Interactive Remote Control, uh, the Black Widow tactical upgrade and Thor tactical upgrade. And an Iron Man tactical upgrade. Uh, Thor does come with I, the Molnir. Yeah, I'm
0: trying to think would if I like the if I like the Thor upgrade or the Iron Man upgrade better.
1: With this, I like the Iron Man upgrade, but I'm still trying to I don't believe the ghost spider. If this is supposed to be based on Spider-Gwen. Um Zoe will tell you it's way off. Even though she'd be happy that there's not a lot of pink on it. So that it looks more red than pink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, she may go for it. Now, I'm curious, do I get my discount now? That's a sad question to be asking, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, because with the amount of time I've worked with the company, I would hope I get my discount. And yes, sir, I get my normal discount.
0: <laughs> Yay! Huzzah!
1: So my price is a lot cheaper <laughs> than <the> $79.99. <laughs> so just saying. Um, what else is there. Uh also too, Miles Morales goggles or yeah. 59.99 like the Ghost Spider bot. These goggles f- have fun electronic features. Sp- specifically the lenses are covered with red LEDs and are programmed to scroll through 15 digital sequences. Oh cool. And they all mimic different expressions. So okay. Nice. Uh so yeah. Oh no some the, no these are looking pretty cool. The veloc- the goggles?
0: Yeah, if you look it up on the, the Disney Store's website. There's a Mm -hmm. video that plays through them.
1: Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. (sighs) Oh, let's get halfway through the the features (laughs) before they dim the lights on them. (laughs) No, these are pretty cool.
0: Uh, Yeah, where it looks like he's blinking that that is. I like that.
1: I do like that. I like the swirls, like he's knocked out or stunned. (laughs)
0: Either that or Kaw the Python has (laughs) he is under his control.
1: Yeah, but the star one I could do without.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, but the you heart. Gotta fig- okay, the heart for when he's in love.
0: The, you got to figure, though, the target demographic at this is not grown men over 50.
1: Uh, it says that's- ages 45 and up. I mean, three and up.
0: Uh see. There you go.
1: <laughs> so anyway, uh, so yeah, that's the cool stuff at a uh, shop. Disney. I mean, Disney store. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I am looking at this wearable trying to see what it is i'm looking at its video uh, huh. spiderbot crawls on your shirt or any flat surface.
0: Look, I don't know about y'all, but when I wear a shirt, that shirt is not a flat surface. <laughs> yeah.
1: No. Oh, this is no. this is cool. They're showing it. Just like a shoulder rider, it has the magnet underneath to stay attached to the shirt. But with the remote, you can have this crawl. Well, it rolls across your shirt. It'd be better if the legs kind of move, too, to make it look like it's crawling. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, X-Men 97 comes out next month. About time yeah uh trying to, uh, march 20th but mm-hmm. we get the official cast of the revival uh the voices cast features ray chase as cyclops jennifer hale as jean gray okay Allison Seeley Smith, Storm, Cal Dodd, Wolverine, J.P. Carlick as Morph, Lenore Zahn, Rogue, George Buza, Beast, A.J. Lacasio, Gambit, Holly Chu, Jubilee, Isaac Robinson Smith, Bishop, and Matthew Watterson, Magneto, and Adrian Hogue as Nightcrawler. O. DeMaio is the head writer in the series, and the episodes were directed by Jake Castorina, Chase Conley, and Emmy Yonamura. Yonamura, yeah. Oh. Uh, <sighs> So, yeah.
2: And I'm sure we'll we'll see why we have Ma- Magneto and not Professor Xavier. Yeah. But did, did they ever disclose well, that? Well, the trailer shows him dying. Ah. Oh. I haven't seen the trailer. When did Okay. How trailer did I miss just, the trailer?
1: Trailer just dropped. The trailer.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So let's talk about the trailer, shall we? Previously on X Men, flashback Saturday morning, September 20th, 1997, graduation day mm. series finale of X Men ends with a dying Professor X bidding farewell to his X Men and his old friend Magneto. I'm proud of you all, my X Men, leaving them to carry on his dream for mutants and humankind to coexist. An Empress Lilianra of the Shiar Empire then takes Professor X to space where he'll survive under Shyar care as to if he'll ever return xavier tells the x-men perhaps not in my body my children but my spirit shall remain among you where it was always meant to be mm. then we have the friends of humanity uh so the professor has entrusted us with his dream but the dream is endangered by friends of humanity a hate group formed by the human son of mutants sabretooth, and mystique uh going back to the x-men animated series
0: mm. Okay, so in the trailer, do do we, Kylan, Are you watching the trailer? I am. Uh, I'm okay. I just finished it. Okay, so the article references Nightcrawler, but we don't see Nightcrawler in the trailer. No, no, I don't see him in the trailer at all. Okay, we do see a pregnant Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. Right, and you do see. I, I'm trying to. It's right here where you see Magneto, where they're all busting in. Looks like they've been playing a basketball game or something. Right. Bishop is here. I'm guessing that's Gambit behind him. There's a character on the left-hand side right underneath Storm, right behind Jubilee and Wolverine. It could be Morph, I guess, but it also it- kind of looks like Caliban from the Morlocks. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
2: See, I thought it was Morph, but like you said, could
0: be wrong. Of this trailer, my favorite part is the music. It is not the same theme from the original X-Men cartoon, but it's a very good cover. Mm -hmm.
1: I I wonder if there was a copyright issue.
0: Uh, It could have been. Right. And uh, guys, I'm... I know this is a very unpopular opinion, mm-hmm. but I was never a fan of the X Men '97
1: art style. Really, I didn't mind the art I, style I just, except for Magneto. Oh, oh it was
2: But the thing is, that that art style was everywhere. Um, yeah, you know, at, at at that point, so I get it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's just. I, I don't know. It's it's like they were trying to emulate comic book artists, but they chose an artist who wasn't very good.
1: That so up so easy for me to say someone in my phone.
0: Yeah, I'm I, I wouldn't even look this stuff's not as bad as life felt
1: <laughs> You went there.
2: I mean which which series uh, so there was that that art style was really it reminded me of GI Joe Extreme if you remember that yes short yeah list not series fan. And, and uh which one was it? the Ultra Force like Ultra Force had that similar art style which was also a Marvel adjacent series yeah uh yeah I, I I thought it was just me like I but I was there because it was X-Men but yeah. the the style itself
0: kind of bothered me you know Now I liked it if you're going to if we're going to talk about art styles and I guess we are X-Men Evolution's art style, I much preferred it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And you know, for for X-Men, no, so X-Men Evolution was, that was Fox, that was Fox Saturday morning too. Yes. Okay, yeah, so. it, it, uh, it that, that, Obviously, it came after this, but. Right, no, it kind of aged them, aged them back a little bit, like put them back in high school, but also mm-hmm. did not, didn't have them at the, uh. At the uh, at the Xavier School, kind of bothered me a little bit. That part didn't, but otherwise it was fine. It was, it was a decent series.
0: It, it, it was like the the Xavier School was kind of like an after school thing, right? Right.
1: Yeah, it was like the boarding house they were they lived at. Yeah, and did yeah. extracurricular training. Right. But were but had to go to a regular school at at the local public high school.
2: Right. Right. Which worked. I mean, you know, if you the way they explained it they kind of kept some degree of the canon you know um yeah and the, yeah. the was it memory serves me right the the ones that were you ultimately would have been in the brotherhood were sort of like the gang of bad kids sort of yeah
1: yeah yeah, Blob, Toad.
2: yeah. pyro was in there too i think uh
1: yeah i think books Silver yeah. as well yeah avalanche mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm
2: do you guys remember Wolverine and the X Men? I yes, vaguely yeah. remember that one. Now, was that on Nickelodeon or was that a
1: Fox one too? Uh, let me look that up real quick. Uh, Wolverine and the X Men was a WB, okay, or yeah, old WB channel.
2: I, I vaguely remember that one. I didn't watch it too often, but still, to me, it didn't it didn't compare to uh, Evolution.
0: Yeah, it was it. It kind of had a similar vibe, but it wasn't, it wasn't quite there. Was Wolverine like teaching them or was, yes. was that the one? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: And her, the voice talent was pretty, was, was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had Steve Bloom, Jim Ward, Fred Tassiori, Nolan North, uh, Liam O'Brien, Jennifer Hale, Tara Strong, Richard Doyle. Wow. That, that 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 was a strong cast there. That, that was. And, and you know plus I was I
2: think that's right about the time that it seemed like <laughs> whenever there was an X-Men series or I mean an X-Men movie, we were guaranteed to get some kind of series out of it. So, if there wasn't one already going. So,
0: yeah. Right. Oh, snap. Okay. I'm looking at X Men Evolutions voice talent right now. Um, right, I thought I saw Christopher Judge. Mm. I'm I'm sorry, I'm I'm tangenting here. Oh no, dude, perfectly. <laughs> That's good. all right. That's what we do. Yeah, I know. I know.
2: I mean, I was trying to remember, I'm, and I think that might have been because I know I did not see every episode mm-hmm. of X Men '96. Pretty sure I saw every episode of X Men um, Evolution because I felt like that
0: was a shorter run. Was that like two seasons, maybe? Yeah, I think so. It, it was. It was not as long a run as as the X Men '97. Was
2: wasn't that four? Well, I know all seasons is on Disney Plus. Was that
0: like four seasons? Five? I want to say it was five, but I could be wrong. Okay, four or five. is still it was still a longer run than Next Men Evolution. Right. Yeah. And I know this is kind of blasphemous. Oh, but you know, there's part of me that would love to see you take the same characters. From
1: X-Men 97. Mm-hmm. Make it anime. Oh Yeah. Well, you know. It, G4 had what? an animated run of shows. Yes.
2: Yeah. And I don't know why those aren't on Disney Plus. Because there was Blade, the animated series. Yeah. X-Men, the animated series. Uh, Iron Man, the animated series. And I think, wasn't there one called Wolverine? Wasn't there a separate one for Wolverine?
1: There was Blade, Wolverine, Iron Man. Yeah. Now
0: let's see. X-Men I thought that, I it thought had was its own another. anime style TV series, mini series back in twenty eleven.
2: Okay. I thought there I thought there was four.
0: I feel like there was four. I'm seeing a good bit of Of carryover from Wolverine and the X-Men to this X-Men anime.
1: There was a following anime, Iron Man, Wolverine, X-Men and Blade.
2: And so you you would think that those would be available in Disney Plus. I'm pretty sure they're not right now.
1: No, I don't think so. But. Uh other other shows that were out, uh anime films, Iron Man, The Rise of Technivore, Avengers Confidential, Black Widow and Punisher, uh, Marvel yeah, Future Adventures, and a series I actually watched, which was out around the time that uh Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon and whatever else disc card game show themes were out. Marvel Disc Wars, the Avengers. That was produced by Toei Animation. Mm-hmm. The same group who did Spider Man back in the day. Mm, yes. I still want that Marvel Legends figure. <laughs> so.
0: Um, well, did you. Hugh Jackman Wolverine is becoming a Legends figure?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. To wrap up, animated, wanted to touch on this. Squirrel Girl is finally making her debut on Spidey and his amazing friends. She will appear in season three in an episode titled, appropriately, Meet Squirrel Girl. So mm. I, So who is the new voice cast of Spidey and his Amazing Friends um, for season three? Alkeo thiel and audrey bennett are taking over voicing peter parker and gwen stacy while jacari fraser returns to voice miles morales uh john stamos once again voicing iron man scott porter as gwen's father george stacy indy Irwin as isla correlation sean gambroni as ant-man maya Oki tuttle as wasp um Stump is back as the composer of the series' original soundtrack, <laughs> while Fallout Boy frontman uh, Patrick Slump is returning as the composer of the show, which they just repeated themselves twice. Uh, it does not mm-hmm. say who the voice of, Spy- of Squirrel Girl will be. She looks cute. But you know what? maybe
0: Irwin would have been a great choice to voice
1: Squirrel Girl. She would have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would have been. So... Uh yeah, She introduces, uh, apparently, uh, Squirrel Girl and Team Spidey join forces to defeat Goblin his latest invention, the Naughty, Nutty Ray. Naughty, right. Nutty Na- nut- Ray. Nut- Ray. Peter and Miles first encounter the bushy-tailed heroine while investigating some squirrels acting strangely in the park. She introduces the pair to her best friend, Tippy Toe, shows off her ability to talk to the adorable little rodents. Her powers of squirrel and girl are exactly what the two Spideys need to trace the animal's mischievous behavior to the glowing green collars that are around their necks. With the help of his new acorn-shaped neck and its aforementioned ray, he's turning the squirrels into his obedient agents of chaos, creating a big problem for Team Spidey and Squirrel Girl they won't be easy to overcome. Just this write-up alone now got me interested to see how they're going to do this. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Do you remember the the Shoney's Big Boy? Yes. Yep. This version of Squirrel Girl has that same vibe. Yeah, a little bit. I I think it's around the eyes, and I just can't I I just can't unsee it.
1: That's perfect. What's not perfectly fine is on Valentine's Day. This part I like. We got official word our cast is for the first family of marvel the fantastic four yep and that cast Mm -hmm. is vanessa kirby as sue storm which she plays the queen in doesn't she yeah she plays the queen in uh the crown right i don't know i'm watching the crown now and i'm not sure exactly sure if this is her. if it's i i
2: I can't help you with that sorry
1: (laughs) fine you know i'll just go to imdb She's in the crown she's in the crown i'm double checking her role yeah if she's not Queen Elizabeth, oh, no, I was wrong. She was Princess Margaret. Okay. In the Crown That makes sense. And she still does an amazing, an amazing job as Princess Margaret. I, I am on season two of The Crown right now. I don't know why I started wanting to watch it. Maybe it's this whole thing because of Charles, King Charles III coming down with cancer and they yeah. have to abduct the, the crown. And of course, that all happened with uh, Queen Elizabeth's father.
2: Right, right.
1: So, um, but Matt Smith is in this series as well mm-hmm. as Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. Okay. And there are three different actresses who end up playing the Queens, wow. depending on the age. Yeah. Right. And I think the other thing that mm. caught my interest is I, I had something come across YouTube talking about um, the final scene of the crown, the final episode. Okay. And it's the queen walking out of the church, Church Canterbury. Okay. Right. Um, Long shots, you see her just in the room by herself. Close-ups, you see Mm -hmm. her looking at a casket with the crown and it's like, wow. And this was all done like 10, 12 years before, or a lot of this was done before the queen passes away. Right. So, I mean, very intriguing how, was, how that was just done like it was. Mm-hmm. And of course, the closing song is a bagpiper playing uh, the exact same song that ended up being played at the funeral that she's being loaded. Of course. So, I mean, yeah, it, this is this is a very intriguing series. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Vanessa Kirby plays Princess Margaret uh, from 2016, 2022, like a younger Princess Margaret. As Helena Bonham Carter plays an older Princess Margaret, and Leslie Manville plays uh yet even older Princess Margaret. Ah, okay. So it, it, w- it was interesting how they have different actresses for the different eras, and they all come in and out. Like the Vanessa Kirby was in it all the way through 2022. Mm-hmm. Um. So and there there's scenes where uh we have uh oh who is it, King George, her father. Uh, I can't mm-hmm. remember. Yeah. He he dies in season one, but there's a lot of flashback episodes with him.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, yeah John nice. Lithgow is in season one and two uh as Churchill. Oh that's Churchill. Huh. Yeah, that's uh, an amazing job uh, as Churchill. You know, it, that I have no lead. doubt. I just I was shocked from by North that East Casting Ohio. too. Yeah. yeah. I was shocked by, by that Ohio. casting too. <laughs> so,
2: John Big Boots, huh? Tay, um, <gasps> so, hey, hey,
1: hey, hey! so Vanessa Kirby. <laughs> As Sue Storm, Ebon Moss, Bacharock, as Ben Grimm, mm-hmm. Joseph Quinn, as the face of the new Johnny Storm. I don't remember who he is. They say he he's in Stranger was, Things.
2: Uh, he was, he was Stranger Things. He was the rocker dude in, straight, in the last season of Stranger Things. Oh, Eddie?
1: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to say he was just here in Orlando too with MegaCon. And finally, as Reed Richards, Freddie Prince Jr. I mean, we wish. Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm.
0: I still, uh, I stand by my fan casting of Freddie Prince Jr. I do too. I I I like Freddie Prince Jr., but you know, uh,
2: you know, uh, you you know. Here's the thing: it's going to grow in us. It's going to grow in us because we're like, I don't know how I feel about it. And how many have we been like, yeah, you know what, Marvel, you got it wrong. They they have it. They have it. So, So. I mean it, you, you've just, got a very Pedro Pascal's
0: been everywhere. You have a very valid point. I mean, with very rare exceptions, a strength of the Marvel cinematic universe has been the casting. Yeah. Here, here's yeah.
1: my fear with Pedro Pascal. But he has appeared in a role in the distinguished competitions film as he was in wonder woman 1984 right right which we all want to forget except for seeing linda carter at the very end Mm -hmm. which i thought that was perfect yes um so my fear is any other actor or actress who has appeared in say a previous fantastic flop or x-men series or superhero film from another company when they Mm -hmm. come to marvel they knock it out. Of the park. So am I right. saying there's potential hope? Yes. Am I giving him benefit of the doubt? Yes. Am I saying he's not my Reed Richards? No, I'm just saying there could have been a better casting and we have all agreed on this show. Freddie Prince jr. Was that better? Now? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I yeah. mean, but then again, I, I, in my head, I know, I know how Reed is, how I, how I, how I view Reed to be. And yeah. if they're doing this and I still feel like that, Uh, They, the Fantastic Four, they're they're science heroes who happen to have superpowers. That's what they are. If they go with that, if they go with that uh, approach, I think this is going to be awesome. It's going to be an awesome ride. I'd be there for it.
0: Uh...
1: At this point in time, Pedro Pascal has only got one uh, one stone missing from his franchise, Infinity Gauntlet. He's now got now Marvel. I don't
0: see him being in Harry
1: Potter though. He's got Marvel. Right. Last of uh, Last of Us.
0: Mhm.
1: DC. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Star Wars. Mhm. Mhm. He's got one more. Star Trek. I don't think he's appeared in Star Trek yet.
2: No. He he has not uh I think there's talk of a Star Trek
1: movie. Wait.
2: So now, he, if you, huh? Go ahead. He, could,
1: he could be the first if one you, to, to get all the gems in the franchise gauntlet. I, I
2: got I got two that could count if you wanted to count them, and one is a Marvel pro- property. He did play Agent Whiskey in um, the Kingsman, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. True. And Ted, Kingsman series, the the Kingsman uh, comic. <laughs> Is I get the the at least uh, the publisher was a Marvel associated company. Yeah, and so there is that. Or or we could we could count the Equalizer because he was in the second Equalizer movie. Technically, that's a franchise, not not necess- not based comic, but still a franchise. If you wanted to count that. He's got two, if you put an asterisk on those, that he could use one of those if if we wanted to take it there.
1: Well, looking at his IMDb, not only was he in Wonder Woman 1984, mm-hmm. he was also in the Wonder Woman TV movie from 2011. Hmm.
0: Oh, my goodness. Really? Yep. And see, that kind of leads me into my (laughs) biggest area of concern, and that is Mm -hmm. Pascal fatigue.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm concerned.
0: I I mean, yeah, I get it. He's a bankable actor, and I don't blame Marvel for going after him, Mm -hmm. because, I mean, considering their track record of late, they need a box office win, and they need it bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as much as we like Fred Prince Jr and how we how much we think he would be a perfect Reed Richards he's not his big name right no no not no so he's not going be a he's not going to be a box office draw and they need that right right uh, so ha- because how many people, casual fans don't know who the Fantastic Four are.
1: Very
2: true. Right. You're right. They, 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 do
0: they don't. Up. And they, they they don't care anything about the Fantastic Four. They're not going to see it for a Marvel movie. They're going to see it because it's Pedro freaking Pascal. Yep. Well, right.
1: the film, everyone's going to be able to go see July 25th, 2025, which is the third Marvel film next year. After swapping dates with the Thunderbolts, which I now is going to be uh, May second of twenty twenty five. So we've talked about the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Still, really don't know who ebon has been a part of. Uh, he was in FX's The Bear. Uh, now, who's the villain? Still remaining under wraps. <laughs> internet, internet, yeah. ru- internet rumors hey. claim Moss Bacharach, He was in The Punisher. Okay,
0: he was he was playing. He's the guy who played Micro. Gotcha.
1: Uh, Internet rumors claim that Antonio Banderas will play Galen, better known as the planet-eating cosmic character with an insatiable hunger, Galactus. And Antonio Banderas is Galactus, Mm. or or Galen, or the smaller version. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy and the Super Mario Brothers will play as Cosmic Herald. Okay so a female silver surfer. I could deal with that if this is who I'm thinking it is. Yeah, a female silver surfer. Uh, she, there was a there was a female herald, okay. Uh, she is in dune part two. She was also in um, Last Night, Soho, Split, Queen's Gambit. Oh, okay. She's like, the, I want to say she's the lead character in Queen's Gambit. That was another great series.
0: Okay. Some of the female heralds from the comics include Stardust and a version of Silver Surfer from Earth 829, known as Juno. There's also a character named Frankie Ray. This is the one I was thinking of who is the original female Harold
1: Nova could be, uh, she was also in the new mutants, uh, vampire Academy, um, mm. uh, trying to see if there was any other major films we would have known. Those are the main ones I can think of right off the top of my head oh, off the internet. So, uh, so yeah, we also know too, if we go based on the styling, it's going to be a late sixties, early seventies. film.
0: Mm-hmm. That does look to be like an Apollo era space suit. It does. That's the
1: picture. Yeah, so late 60s, early 70s. Um, and I like how the uh, the uniforms almost have a, a sweater vibe to them on the top. Well, mm-hmm. Of course,
0: I don't know that we should draw too much from this image. Right. I, I mean, you're not going to have Pedro Pascal show up in a stretching blue cardigan. Right. No. I mean, it does have that no. look, though, and it I guess it would be period appropriate.
1: Yeah, but, the, but other, the other cool thing though in this picture, Kylan brought it out mm-hmm. to us in chat. Irby, look in the bottom corner, See? corner down by
0: right? Kylan bed. and I both pointed it out. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I came into it late. Sorry, it was a rough day. yesterday.
0: <laughs> well, you know what they say, you know, two out of three ain't bad.
1: Yep. So,
0: I, I
2: I have to admit, I did love the the meme that was shared where. Um, the one, so like you know, it is a something a popular one we see where there's a guy that's in the park, peeking around the tree, and he's kind of like rubbing his hands, like oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go after her, right? And so, somebody takes, somebody took that post, and basically kind of trimmed it down to where you just see Sue, and then you see <laughs> Namor, <laughs> peeping around the tree, and I'm like. Oh yeah, that that's totally yeah that that's exactly how that would go. <laughs> I, I don't know how how well how that's going to
0: work out for him. You, you know, know though, you know though, I would love to see this. Yes, I would love yes. to see this for real. Because for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Namor trying to muscle in on Reed's woman, mm-hmm. and that's that's a terrible way to put it. But. Uh, he has tried to woo Sue away from Reed multiple times in the comics. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and as a matter of fact, um, there was a multi-issue story arc in the original What If, uh, mm-hmm. where she leaves Reed and marries Namor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah I never, there was something fishy about was, that relationship,
0: though. Yeah, there you go. I think she's just all wet, though. But we had it started off with... Spider Man joining the Fantastic Four. But mm-hmm. because, because he had joined the Fantastic Four, Sue kept getting left behind on missions. And that's where Namor kind of made his move. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's, it, it may or may not have started with that what if, but that yeah. is something that has happened time and time again in the comics.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He, he, is, he is always hanging around. It just, if if he thought he had half a chance, there he was. I don't I see how Reed Reed, Reed Reed isn't the jealous guy, but he doesn't. He, he never seems, pardon the pun, bent out of shape over it.
0: <laughs> you
2: know, <laughs> you know. I think he's just he's pretty com- he, he 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 trusts he trusts Sue, and he feels pretty confident. So apparently, a guy walking around in a green and yellow speedo. Um, that's a phase read. He's a better man than me, but okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, Highland, you're the first I, one out of us all to see the trailer or bring it I, out. Hit us up mm-hmm. on the trailer for Wolverine and the a-hole. I mean, Deadpool and Wolverine. <laughs>
2: oh, dude. All right. Um, this trailer, oh. Now, when we talk about Marvel needing a big hit, they're not going to have to wait until July of next year. Uh, They don't have to wait until July of next year. That's for sure. Uh, So, you know, the the, the trailer is... It's more of a tease, or that's what they call it. But, you know, it opens, and you see Wade, who apparently looks like he's been healing a lot. Like, he's he looks better, much better than he did at the end of, of uh, Deadpool 2. Okay. And he's surrounded by friends, and everything seems all you know, nice, and, you know, he's happy for, for, for once. He, he's legitimately happy. And then there's a knock at the door, I believe yes he comes out and then there's the TVA and that's where i was just like oh. from from there you know he's from there you know he, he's brought to the TVA uh and you, know, you you see where he's introduced to what appears to be avengers era like uh, avengers battle of new york era heroes so you know, so you have captain america Thor, Hulk, uh, you know, all of them. Uh, you have what appears to be he he's in the void. Uh, and we're going to touch on that because there was something that somebody swears that they saw in that scene. Uh, and, and I shared with you guys uh, what what that was. I don't know how legitimate it is, but just kind of put a asterisk on that. Uh, you know, from there. You know, we got you now we got battles, we see all different kinds of heroes, uh all other characters. Um, looks like he's traveling looks like there there this is a multiverse type of movie. And I'll just put it like that. Uh there is um a couple of things are said that definitely confirms that this is a typical Deadpool movie. Um <laughs> So if anybody, anybody was worried that uh, they're going to Disney-fy this, that that's not happening at
0: all. Oh, they referenced Disney.
2: Yes, they did. Yes, they. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, uh, honestly, for it to be a teaser, there's a lot in it. Mm-hmm. There's two, and there's, uh, and there's another thing that I'm putting, a, I, I put a thumbtack on, so I'm going to walk back at, to the previous thumbtack, supposedly, while in the void, there appears to be, if you look as the camera scrolls to the left, there appears to be a comic. Uh, and bear with me a second, guys. I just want to jump in and see if I can, uh, let's see if this is it. Okay. Um, no? No, that's... Uh... Okay, is this it? All right. So somebody claimed that they were watching this trailer frame by frame, and so they noticed Goliath, uh, who is in the series, It means that while he's laying in the dirt, and I'm looking at, I am looking at this right now. There appears to be Secret Wars number five, which reveals that Doctor Doom is is the one responsible for, I guess, being one responsible for the Secret Wars even happening. So they're saying that based on this trailer, and this part of the trailer, it means that we are going to get Dr. Doom, which ties to another uh, posting that I'd seen, and uh, this was on CBR.com, I believe, and according to it, They believe that you do see Dr. Doom in the trailer. There's a person that uh, is looks like they're in some type of armor covered by a green tunic or cape of some type with a mask like a metal mask. But they don't they're not wearing gauntlets, but they do have some type of blaster in hand. So and, and, you know, now mind you, this is a quantum leap of a jump, so we don't know if this means that's a slam dunk or not. But between if that if the seeing uh, if whatever individual that is that looks like it could maybe possibly be Dr. Doom or it could just be a soldier, tied to, and you tie to that the Civil Wars number five comic and the significance of that, does that mean that we are gonna get Dr. Doom? And if we are getting Doctor Doom, does that mean, is there going to be some kind of announcement or some kind of trailer afterwards where, and then maybe we, maybe that means we're going to actually get a Fantastic Four teaser trailer maybe with this movie? And if so, or if so, then that means that, you know, we're going to get Doctor Doom.
1: I don't think we're getting a like Fantastic him. Four teaser, not unless they have, not unless they do look like they did with Thanos. At the end of uh, the Avengers and, and he's right. and in silhouette with the the four on the sweaters glowing just enough to go, oh, OK, we got the Fantastic Four or, or, or well, you have or, ben, launch- or you do Ben and Johnny, which Johnny Flames, Ben and Stone, and they could be voiced by their actors or brief role.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't see them using
1: Deadpool as a way to p- introduce this. I could see Deadpool being used as a way in, like, an end credit scene to introduce Doom. If he, if all of this is leading to I see, a I, secret war, secret wars, Avengers film.
0: But since this is a Deadpool fo- movie, mm-hmm. it's also very possible this is all just one constant troll. I would not it put could, that past I, Ryan Reynolds. I mean, to, to me, I'm, it. To me, it's more likely this is a troll. That we- Marvel's not. I. I don't. You are not going to convince me that Marvel is going to let one of the greatest villains in all of Marvel's history have his very first showing in a Deadpool movie. Yeah, but
1: would you have expected? You know what? Would you have that. expected Kevin Feige though to allow the X Men or mutants to be? dropped Dropped in the Marvel's film? film. See, that to me doesn't, that doesn't seem out of place. But Deadpool is
0: like one of the, is the franchise that you do not take seriously. Right. I mean, (laughs) granted, as friend of the show, John Tyler Christopher said, you know, once they let Chris Hemsworth do comedy, all MCU movies have been the same. Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 I mean, so there is a certain comedic value in every Marvel movie since, but this is where you take the humor, the comedy, the irreverence, and you dial it up to 13 and a half.
1: But it only goes to right. eleven. That-
0: These go to 13 okay. and a half.
1: Okay. okay.
0: We, we got them especially engineered to do that. Exactly. So it's you. I, I can't take anything seriously in it. Because I don't think it was ever meant to be taken seriously. Right. It's not like you have Captain America going around, you know, being the star-spangled Sentinel of Liberty. You don't have Iron Man being, you know, you formerly the merchant of death, and now he's like the champion of life. Deadpool is kind of like gratuitous over the top to the point where it's almost silly at times, and it's wonderful. But I don't—I'm sorry, guys. I just— If I were Kevin Feige, I would not waste – there, I said the word waste. I would not waste a Dr. Doom intro in this movie. Mm -hmm. But see, they didn't ask me. Ryan Reynolds did Mm -hmm. not call me up on the phone and said, Eric, I need
1: your input on this. But you didn't get that phone call. You didn't get that phone call.
0: I did not get that phone call, and neither I'm still I'm still a little irked about it.
1: because I, I didn't either. Yeah. I neither. not Speaking of Ryan Reynolds real quick, the best thing that came out of the Super Bowl was the shot of Blake Lively saying STFU. There was some play. I forgot what it was. They cut to the suite with ice spice. Ice spice. Taylor Swift, Taylor Blake Swift, Lively. Lively, they're all reacting, oh, and man. you see her just mouthing "STFU."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, um,
0: I love how Ryan and Blake just kind of roast each other. Oh yeah, right.
1: Oh yeah. So, uh, right. gentlemen, final thoughts.
2: Uh, uh, I got you know. You know what? I will tell you this i'm jazzed uh this week well yeah i think by the time you hear this i mean when i say this week i mean last week but uh, uh was it a uh, night thrasher number one came out uh so i'm kind of jazzed to see night thrasher back yeah okay. yeah so all
0: sure. right final thoughts okay my final thought is for those of you listening if you're feeling bad about yourself, things are not going like you want them to. There seems to be a dark cloud raining all above you all the time. Take heart in the fact that you're not associated with Madam Webb. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because, and I shared some of the, the reviews with, with these guys. Uh, earlier today, I checked Rotten Tomatoes critic scores. Not the audience, the critic scores. It's like a fifteen percent rating. There were a hundred and thirty one reviews, only nineteen of them were positive. Oh. And even <laughs> then, most of the ones that were positive were saying it's it's not a good movie. Or one said, you know if if you could see the future like Madam Webb, you could fix your future and wait for this to come out on streaming. <laughs> but my favorite, I do my favorite review of all was somebody who said, uh, let's see here. Today, I owe Morbius an apology because it turned out that Sony Pictures just needed a little more time and a whole lot of misplaced confidence to make an even worse Spidey spinoff, the astoundingly abysmal Madam Web. And I'm like, if you're apologizing to Morbius, yeah, that, that, that's bad. Yeah. So take heart that you're not involved with Madam Web. Right, true, true. That is my sunny side of
1: the street comment for today. See, <laughs> I, I I, still want to see I, Madam I, Web, because I think it's going to be a better film than Orbius. I don't know. So, well, on that, well note, on that note, Thursday, you would, please. All wrapped
0: up here, sir. Up here. Will there be anything else? anything
1: else? Just time to go dark.